Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas, uh, Texas, on Monday, May the 1st. And welcome to our commentary. Just a heads up, we recorded uh, today our podcast with our friend uh, Bill Katz, uh, the editor of Urgent Agenda. That uh, interview should be available in my blog uh, this evening. And we went into a lot of things with with Bill, uh, a lot of interesting things about our politics, uh, including a discussion of what is happening in many blue cities. As I mentioned in my video on Sunday, a lot of blue cities are losing populations. They're not just losing populations, they're also losing the tax base. And that's, uh, you know, that's more consequential. But apparently these city governments don't seem to matter because they are not doing anything to stop these people from leaving uh, those cities. So check out my interview with, uh, with, uh, with Bill. A couple of other quick stories that I wanted to mention. You know, these attacks, these attacks that we're hearing on Justice Thomas, on Justice Gorsuch, on the Supreme Court in general, these things have to stop. Uh, these things have to stop. These attacks have to stop. They're politically motivated. They're trying to delegitimize the, the Supreme Court in the eyes of the American people, and that has to stop. You know, the, the left didn't have any problems when you had judicial activists on the left side of the of the politics, and now they're trying to attack the Supreme Court and you know, the Supreme Court is applying the law the way it is in the Constitution. Many of us feel that that's their job and that's what they're doing. And if you don't like it, the way to replace the Supreme Court is you have to win elections, particularly presidential elections, and then you appoint uh, people to the Supreme Court. But these attacks on the Supreme Court have to stop. And the attacks are really harsh when it comes to Justice Thomas and Justice Gorsuch. They're going after those two. They really, actually, what they really want to do is they want to replace him. They want to force him out, and that's what they're hoping uh, will, will happen over time. Which, of course, makes it even more important that we have a pre, a Republican president in 2024, and ideally a Republican Senate uh, to control the the naming of whoever the next judge or whatever vacancy there may be in the in the Supreme Court anytime soon. Another thing that we talked to Bill a little bit about today, and I just wanted to mention, the Republican Party has got to get an abortion message together. You can't just say we're banning abortion. You can't just say that. You have to have a message that somehow hits the spot. And I'm pro-life, 100% pro-life, but I do believe that the winning message is to say, yes, I am pro-life. Yes, I am against abortion, but I am willing to say that there is a window for a woman to get an abortion in case of rape or in case of incest or or something like that. I think that window has to exist. And the Republicans have made a mistake in some of these uh, contests by banning abortion and not having uh, some flexibility there uh, to have a window for certain situations like rape or incest. So I think that has got to be a part of the message in 2024. Now, and of course, In 2024, there's going to be a presidential candidate, so that will make it easier to have a message. You can be pro-life, as I am, and still have an opening or have a window for a woman to have an abortion in case of rape uh, and incest. Obviously, in the case of 
of a danger to the mother's life, well, that's not an abortion. That's never been an abortion. That has always been accepted. If there's a danger to the mother's life, well, that uh, has, always, has always been accepted. Well, as you may have heard, and I have a post uh, coming out about this on Tuesday morning, the mayor of Chicago is calling on the governor of Texas to stop sending buses of migrants to Chicago. And the reason is very simple. They don't have the resources. They are just like New York. They're really strained. You know, uh, Chicago and New York have the same problem. You know, they're shrinking. Their tax base is shrinking because people are moving out. So on top of that, you have all these people coming in. You have to provide housing. You've got to provide provide medical care. You got to take care of them. You got to put the kids in school, all those things. And, you know, they cannot handle it anymore. So the mayor of Chicago is publicly calling on the governor of Texas to stop the buses, no more buses to Chicago. We heard from the mayor of New York something similar, and I'm assuming uh, similar messages are coming from Philadelphia and other places. Well, there is a little irony to all of this, because I'm sure all of you remember when the governor of Texas, Governor Abbott, was called a racist when he opposed uh, sanctuary cities a few years ago, and all these other cities were saying, come to us, come to us, we're sanctuary cities, we're welcoming cities. Well, that's not the way it is anymore, now that they actually have to welcome people. It's not that way anymore. And, uh, and I think it is, it is significant because it's starting, the, the immigration problem is really starting to hit Democrat cities, and that's a problem because, as I said before, many of them just don't have the resources. But I think it's also pointing out the national problem which is that immigration out of control on the U.S.-Mexico border is not good for anybody. Not good for anybody. It's not good for Mexico. It's not good for the United States. It's not good for these cities. It's not good for anybody. That is just uh, the reality of it. So interesting, interesting point. Let me just say one last thing here about the shooting in Texas. We had a absolutely horrific shooting uh, here in Texas where a fellow, uh, I, I think he was drunk, and one of the neighbors told him to stop shooting his AR-15 or his gun. And I guess the neighbor said, you know, the kids cannot sleep because you're shooting your gun. So I guess he got angry and went over and killed a bunch of people. The fellow has disappeared. The police is chasing him all over. Well, it turns out that the shooter here, the killer, the alleged killer, was an illegal immigrant and who had been deported several times. Well, that raises a lot of questions. How does an illegal immigrant have a gun? Where did he get it from? Because he cannot buy it legally. If you're an illegal immigrant, you don't have the documentation to buy the gun. So where did he get it? Apparently, he had two other guns as well. So where did he get these guns? Who sold it to him? Did he steal them? You know, I don't know. I don't know. But I think it really raises the, the, the question as to, you know, how, what a terrible job we are doing controlling our border and controlling immigration. You know, you know, I came to this country when I was a child with my with my parents. Uh, we came here legally. And I have always felt that immigration is good for the United States. It does a lot of good things to the country. It brings a lot of good people uh, to the United States, as was the case uh, with my parents and the million or so Cubans who came here like like I did. But it has to be under some kind of control. There has to be some kind of order. There has to be a process that you follow in order to have uh, immigration. You can't just open your, your border and say anybody can come in or you can knock on the door and complain about something and they give you a ticket and you wait for some judge to 
to uh, you know process your your asylum case. That's not the way it can be. That's not the way it should be done. The way it should be done is the way it was being done before with President Trump, where you have to stay in Mexico before you came in to process your asylum claim. That was a much more effective way to do it. But the bottom line is that we are not controlling our immigration problem. And when you have people like this man, this alleged uh, killer, who is an illegal immigrant, had been deported several times, then you have to wonder, you have to wonder, you know, what in the world is going on? You know, and, you know, when you have crimes like this and you have people like this in your country and, uh, you know, obviously not all of them turn out like this where they're shooting people. But this is what happens when you're not uh, controlling your your borders. I mean, this is what uh, what happens. So terrible, terrible situation in Cleveland, Texas, which I guess not far from Houston in that part of of Texas, just an absolutely horrible situation. I I hope the police can catch this guy and I hope they can arrest him. But, you know, he's apparently a dangerous man. So I'm sure the police has to be very careful and communities around that area also have to be extremely careful on, you know, somebody like this walking around armed and potentially very dangerous. Again, check out our interview with Bill Katz, the editor of Urgent Agenda. It'll be available in uh, in the podcast uh, side of the blog. And thank you for listening. Everybody have a great day here on the 1st of May. And what a treat to say that on the 1st of May, the Texas Rangers are in first place in the American League West. We haven't had a a chance to say much of that here lately. So what a treat to say the Texas Rangers are in first place in the American League West on the 1st of May. That is sweet to my ears. Have a great day, everybody. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas. (laughs) 